The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome back to Chair Shot NFL. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow Chair Shot NFL at Chair Shot NFL. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Welcome back. Chair Shot NFL is brought to you by the Chair Shot Radio Network in conjunction with thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to enjoy your day the Chair Shot way by always using your head. Week three of NFL action is all up on us and I'm right back here to preview this week and hopefully give you some winning picks. Mine haven't been the greatest, but Ray Cash went 2-1 and one last week. Chris and Ray are out on assignment. I promise you all these chair shot brethren I have will be joining me eventually on this show. But for now, PC Tunney carrying the chair shot banner here in the NFL aspect. Week 3, really interesting start to the season. We have 6 2-0 teams. We have 5-0-2 teams. And, of course, I'm not going to get into the Colts and the Texans. They're both 0-1-1. Oh, one one. That sounds like their problems. No one expects... Yeah, the Colts. We'll get into it, all right? But to start this week off, let's talk about those teams that are winless and undefeated, right? Let's get into the bottom of the barrel, and let's see if I'm surprised or not surprised. The Cincinnati Bengals are 0-2. and two. Surprised. Very much so. 
Do I feel like this is going to be a foreshadowment of the rest of their season? No, I expect them to still win at least nine games. It's not going to be an easy thing to do. The percentage of teams making the playoffs at 0-2 is not as bad as 0-3 and 0-4 and, and as you move on down the line. But it's not a place you want to be, especially the Bengals having two games. Definitely should have beat Pittsburgh. And then they go to Dallas and lose to a Dak Prescott-less Cowboys team. Surprised there. The Titans, 0-2. Not surprised. Upset they lost the first week because they were up 13 in the first half and I had them covering in locks of the week and they fucking blew it. But I told you also, and I should have listened to myself closer in that week, the Tennessee Titans dropping off, right? Tannehill, Derrick Henry, you're older. Lost some offensive weapons on the receiving side of the game. A.J. Brown, one of the best in the business, right? Very one-dimensional team. Very one-dimensional team. Not surprised. And the final winless team in the AFC would be the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, a lot of people picked them to do a lot better this year. But they did play two tough opponents. They lose on the road to the Chargers, who I think have one of the best teams in the NFL. And then they let Kyler Murray run for days. And the Cardinals beat him in overtime. And Vegas just doesn't look sharp. We'll see about them. I, I still think, I don't know, you start 0-2 in that division. The Raiders don't look great, but you still got to play the Chargers again and the Chiefs twice. So we'll see what happens for the Raiders. I know it takes time to get on the same page, but you'd think Adams coming in would just benefit that. And they just don't look better than, they don't look as good as they should to me. They're not passing the smell test. So... Yes and no. I, I am surprised they're 0-2. I, I thought they could have easily beaten the Cardinals. So, NFC side, winless teams. There's none in the NFC East. There's none in the NFC North. There's none in the NFC West. But there is two in the NFC South. I guess that would leave us five. I thought there was six. I guess I mislooked. I misremembered, as Roger Clemens would once have said about steroids. <laughs> Speaking of baseball couple cool things to watch Andrew uh, Aaron Judge apologies and Albert Pujols both on their own quests Judge I believe at 60 home runs trying to get past that American League mark set by Roger Maris of 61 could actually lay claim to the all-time most home runs in a season if you get rid of the steroid trio ahead of him and then Albert Pujols just you have to respect this guy going for 700 home runs he needs two more I hope they both get there the final winless teams Carolina Panthers, you know, I guess I am surprised because I didn't think the Browns could beat them without Deshaun Watson. I didn't know, I didn't think Jacoby Brissett would come in and be able to win that game, but that was a really interesting game as well. And then I'm surprised because of the Giants. I am surprised. So we're going to get to that. Uh, Falcons, not surprised. Falcons, not surprised at all. Played a lot better week one than we all thought. But not surprised that the Falcons are 0-2. I don't think the Falcons really have any interest in winning games this year. Why wouldn't you just hang back and go get yourself a quarterback, a franchise quarterback for the future? Let's stay down in the NFC and talk about the 2-0 teams. The Giants. Very much surprised the Giants are 2-0. I don't think there's much left to say about that. The defense looks better. Daniel Jones isn't turning the ball over. And Saquon's back. You heard me talk about it on this show. Not, not an awesome fantasy week last week but week one was great and he just looks like a healthy player once again and 
when he's healthy, he is one of the better. He's one of the best running backs in the league. Eagles 2-0, not surprised. I think if you've listened to my fantasy preview or me talk about this last couple weeks, one of the most dynamic offenses in the league has to be the Philadelphia Eagles. So many weapons to throw the ball to, whether it's Goddard, A.J. Brown, or any of the other talented receivers they have there, plus Miles Sanders coming out of the backfield. And Jalen Hurts can run the ball as well as any quarterback has run the ball in the NFL. So I believe he had two rushing touchdowns last week. Not surprised. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2-0. Is Tom Brady there? Yes. Do they have a really good defense? Yes. Is Mike Evans suspended for the Packer-Buccaneers game this weekend? Yes. Am I surprised? Not at any of those things. Buccaneers, still 2-0. AFC undefeated teams, Dolphins and Bills. Not necessarily, definitely not surprised at Buffalo, right? Everybody and their mother has Buffalo winning the Super Bowl this year. Not surprised at that either. They're great. Their fans do deserve a Super Bowl. It's great to see Patrick O'Dowd shared a clip with some of us in the uh, Chair Shot Sports thread of the Monday night game where Marv Levy came out. And uh, where would you rather be than right here, right now? And the crowd just nailed those last three, four words in, 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 in his you know battle cry. And uh, it was really heartwarming. The Dolphins, my goodness, Tua, six touchdowns. Get the hell out of here. Tyreek Hill is buying wheelbarrows for everybody and their nuts and all their money. It's just going to, you go down to Miami in the streets, you just see professional football players with wheelbarrows, and either they got a stack of money or some big-ass cojones sitting in this wheelbarrow so they can walk down the street. Not surprised. And, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're surprised that the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and his and his and his little sorry quarterback named Patty Mahomes are 2-0, and then I don't know. You you must have thought of way too much of Tyreek Hill. Although, the dude looks great in Miami, right? Wheelbarrows and all. Kansas City Chiefs, not surprised, 2-0. and There you have it. Am I surprised? Am I not surprised? It's the first two weeks, guys. And as a Packer fan, listen, we lose the first game every year, then we win a bunch of games, and then lately we just lose in the playoffs. So, you know... You got to go with these ups and downs, these ebbs and flows. You can't put too much stock into all the different things that happen early on, unless it's a season-ending injury. Trey Lance goes down last week, but we're going to get to that because while I, I feel really bad for Trey Lance, good kid, you know, big potential, big future in front of him, the, Niner, the Niners got better. Guys, the, the Niners got better. Um, yeah. At PC Tunney, you can follow me. You can follow this show at chair shot nfl you're listening to chair shot nfl on the chair shot radio network when i come back we're gonna run down week three of load football hang out i'm returning the chairshot.com always use your head why should you visit the chairshot.com TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Thank you, Christopher, and welcome back to ChairShot NFL right here. ChairShot Radio Network. Hey, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Plenty of great designs, plenty of cool t-shirts. Get it in soft style for a couple extra shekels. It'll feel good. It'll feel good when you put it on. You put it in the dryer. So you guys ever do this when it's cold? 
and you're about to go out or something like that, I'll take my shirt, even if it's not wrinkled or anything, throw it in the dryer for a couple minutes, and then I put it on right away. Oh, and it's all warm. And if it's in soft style, it's all softy, softy, warm. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. All right, week three of the NFL. And we're starting it up tonight. I am recording this Thursday morning, so I am rip-roaring, ready to go here for some NFL football action. The weekend, NFL weekend, is upon us. On Amazon tonight, the Brownies hosting the Steelers. What an ugly midfield logo. That elf is like, ugh. And Browns last week finished that game like, ugh. All Chubb had to do was go down. Don't score the touchdown. Three kneel downs and the game's over, but no. No. A, he's selfish, or B, he's not coached well enough. You can pick which one of those two it is because they lost the game because of that. This is a play you can directly go back and look at, and if Chubb goes down, just just falls down inbounds, takes the proverbial knee, gives himself up, whatever you want to call it, quarterback slide, he'd gotten the first down, they didn't need the touchdown, they kneel the ball three times because the Jets had no timeouts, the game's over, the Browns are 2-0. and they're 2-0 and one step closer to getting Deshaun Watson back. Either Chubb is selfish or he's not coached well enough. Pick one. That's what cost the Browns the game. I don't have to go through what happened after that. They lost. That's what happened. You Give me your percentages and everything else. And if your coach comes out and tells you, I want him to score the touchdown there, we shouldn't lose that game. You're full of shit, motherfucker. You get paid to win fucking games, period. Either Chubb's selfish, or he's not coached well enough. Pick one. Had to go on that rant there. Brownies taking on the Steelers tonight in Cleveland. I I don't know. I, I boy oh boy is this Steeler uh, this Steelers team? I don't know. It's they don't have Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback, right? The guy who can no matter what just stand on there in the pocket and whip the ball around the field and find people and put up thirty some points and. They got a good defense. They have a great coach. I'll still take the Browns. I'll, I'll even give the four and a half points. I just think Jacoby Brissett's doing a really good job at quarterback for the Browns so far. Amari Cooper gets in some action last week. Of course, I sat him. Dumbass fantasy football play of the week. I wish I had dumbass fantasy football play of the week. That's the way Amari Cooper is, though. One week he'll get you 30. The next week he'll get you three. So I guess you got to keep him in the lineup from now on. Until he gives you that three again. Hopefully it's not tonight. But I do have the Browns. And I'll take the over. I think there's a few points scored in this game. It's only 38 and a half. Give me Browns minus four and a half over 38 and a half. Let's head on to Sunday, one o'clock Eastern games. We talked about that that barbecue team down in Kansas City, you know. Andy Reid and his little quarterback, Patty Mahomes. Just just a, just a little football team they got down there. They're two and oh. No big deal. Taking on the Colts in Indianapolis, little Midwestern matchup here. Zero one and one for the Colts. I'm telling you guys, if this team is under 500 halfway through the season, I don't don't expect Frank Reich to keep his job. They got to win a playoff game, I think, for him to keep his job. There's too much talent there. They keep rotating in quarterbacks, which doesn't help. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. The Chiefs are road favorites, giving five and a half points over under 50. Yeah, the, the I the Colts haven't shown me anything that makes me think that they can 
keep this game under a touchdown. So I'll take the Chiefs, given the points on the road, and give me the over. We'll get some points scored again. We'll get some points scored again. Ravens, very disappointing loss last week as well. They're going to head to New England to take on the Patriots. Both teams 1-1. One one. Patriots, home underdogs, giving, getting three points over under 43.5. I like the Ravens. I like the over. I'm gonna, I, I, I keep picking the favorite and the over, but folks, that's just what I like for these first four games here. I think the Ravens come back angry this game. And nothing's really shown me that the Patriots are going to be excellent. I know that they had a W last week. And it was a good, solid win, but it was against the Steelers. You know, the Steelers don't look too great to me. We'll see what kind of New England defense shows up. Because if it's this, the defense that showed up against the Steelers, great. But, you know, if they have an offense that can only score 7 and 17 points, and you're taking on the Ravens, who are way too dynamic to be held under 20, I think. So we'll see if that New England offense can start to play as well as the New England defense. But I'll take Baltimore. I'll give the three points. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. New England will go put some points up at home here. I'd say at least 17 or 20. Ravens score a bunch. We'll go with the over here, over 43 and a half. Saints-Panthers. Panthers really needing a win here. I'm going to take Carolina. They're catching three points at home. Give me over 40 and one half. I don't think the Saints are as good as I thought they were going to be. But this is one of their easier road games this year. A nice little NFC South matchup. As we keep on rolling, speaking of the South, AFC South and the Texans, they're going to head up north to the NFC North's Chicago Bears, who are 1-1. One one. The Bears got owned, again, by Aaron Rodgers last week. Um, I don't think there's much more to say about that. I think the Texans can go in and get their first win here. This is not a very dynamic team on offense in the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields is a mobile quarterback. Hasn't shown much in the passing game. Darnell Mooney is solid, but who else do they really have there? David Montgomery is a good running back, but still not a very dynamic team. Texans, Davis Mills, I think they're hungry to get their first W this season. Give me the Texans catching three and a half on the road, and we'll keep it under 40. Low scoring affair in Chicago this weekend. One of the marquee matchups of the week, the Buffalo Bills heading south to take on the Miami Dolphins, that oh-so-dynamic pass game. Tua, Tyreek, Waddle. The Bills are no slouches themselves. The problem I have with the Bills is the reason they're in a lot of close games is they're not great running the ball. So they do have a hard time taking time off the clock when they're up. I think eventually Cook's going to take over. You've seen it last week. He's the guy that averages more yards per he just needs, He fumbled his first carry that week one. I think he would have had a more dominant role that week, but... Look for him, somebody in your fantasy league that you could pick up if you're a little light on running back as well from the Buffalo Bills. Miami's catching six at home over under 52. You have to think there's going to be points scored in this game. We have to go over 52. Taking a lot of overs this week so far. I think that Cook comes in and he is able to run the ball, and I think this Buffalo defense, the secondary, can maybe slow Miami down, maybe cause a couple turnovers. Give me the favorite. Give me the Bills laying six points and over 52 down in Miami. NFC North matchup, Detroit Lions taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Both teams one and one. And let me tell you, one team I'd love to see lose and the other team I don't mind when they win. You can figure out which one is which. But I think that team that I enjoy watching lose gets a dub at home this week. Minnesota. 
Look also great week one, and then only seven points against the Eagles. I know it's on the road. I know Cousins threw three interceptions. I just don't see that happening again against this Detroit team, which has given up some points this year. Detroit gave up 38 points week one to the Eagles, and they gave up 27 to the Commanders, but they get the W. Amon Ross St. Brown is a stud. Swift and Williams can run the ball. Jared Goff is solid when he has time. But I still like the Vikings at home. But let's keep it close. Lions getting six points. We'll take the Lions and the points over 52.5. These two teams are going to score some points in Minnesota. Boy, oh boy, who would have thought that the Jets would have a better record than the Bengals in this Week 3 matchup. But the winless Bengals will go on the road. Five-point favorites. And they're going to decimate the Jets here. The Bengals, they're not going 0-3. They're way too good. Joe Burrow is way too big of a leader. They have way too much talent on offense. Bengals get their shit together on defense this week. Give me the Bengals laying five points under 45. And this uh, miracle start for Joe Flacco, by the way, he's not going to look so great this weekend. I think they're going get to get to him a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Two more 1 o'clock Eastern games. The Las Vegas Raiders heading... To the Tennessee Titans. We will have at least one less winless team this week. The battle of the 0-2s. I said it from the beginning, even though I picked them week one in my locks of the week, that Titans are kind of falling off this season. They're going to either need to, I, I don't know, pull a rabbit out of a hat, maybe a little white rabbit, uh, but it doesn't look like that's going to be possible for them. Vegas desperately needing a win here. I, I think you're going to see Carr and Adams go off. Maybe a nice game from Jacobs. Tennessee's too one-dimensional on offense. So give me the Raiders laying two points only. That's not a lot. And we'll go under 45 and a half here. Final 1 o'clock Eastern matchup. Philadelphia Eagles, who have looked really good this year. They win a high-scoring game against Detroit. They take care of Minnesota, only allowing seven points. Jalen Hurts has looked excellent. But let's not count out the Commanders. They've put up some points of themselves. They've won a game. Carson Wentz looks solid. Think about some of the best receiving crew uh, uh, rooms in, in the league. You're talking about McLaurin. You're talking about Samuels. You're talking about Dotson. A very solid tight end when he's healthy in Logan Thomas. A good running back in Antonio Gibson. And when they get Brian Robinson back, that makes him even more dynamic. But to me, Philly's the cream of the crop. They are giving six and a half points. I like this game to be close. Give me Washington at home with the points and over 47. All right, folks, we got one, two, three, four afternoon games, a Sunday night game, and a Monday night game still to get to. That's the afternoon games, the 1 o'clock afternoon games. Also gave you the Thursday night game tonight. Don't forget it's on Amazon Prime, Steelers, Browns. For the rest of the games, stay tuned. Right now, a brief commercial. Chairshot Radio Network, Chairshot NFL. Follow us at Chairshot NFL. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. PC Tony back with you. Don't listen to my picks, folks. I've been horrible on my locks of the week. I mean, really bad. I'm not even going to give you my record, but this week we turn it around. This week, we start investing in 
our children's Christmas presents, right? We take that money from our man, we win, and we instead of a pony, we get that we get that brat a, a full size fucking horse. All right, that's how we're gonna roll this Christmas after winning all this money on these NFL picks. Let's get back to week three preview here. The Jaguars taking on the Chargers. Never easy for a team to travel from coast to coast and get a W. And especially when I think that that team in the Chargers is much better, even though the Jaguars are looking. How could you not look better? How could you not look better when you get rid of the idiot? We won't even say his name. The idiot's over on Fox again doing college football. The idiot from college football. You know what I'm talking about. The one that was at Utah and then Florida and then Ohio State. That idiot. Well, when you replace the idiot with Doug Peterson, the team's going to look better. And I bet you there's no one happier to have Doug Peterson there instead of the idiot than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is going to be a very, very good MVP candidate someday in this league when he gets a better team around him. They're pretty solid right now. I don't think they're good enough to travel across the country to beat one of the best teams in the NFL, in my opinion, which is the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert. Look for Josh Palmer to be stepping up, like I said at the beginning of the year. I know Keenan Allen's had that hamstring. Maybe Josh Palmer jumps in and says, hey, I'll take five, six catches a game, and I'll be productive. We'll see what happens. I need Austin Eckler to get his shit going as well. I will lay the touchdown. I'll lay the seven points. We'll keep it under 47. Chargers defense shows up, causes some problems for Trevor Lawrence. Chargers give the seven under 47. Oh, boy. The battle of the former St. Louis teams. It's the St. Louis Rams taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, sorry, Los Angeles Rams heading to the Phoenix Cardinals. The battle of old St. Louis, if you will. The Rams are a much better team. Bad week one loss for them, but they're a much better team than Arizona. I I just, I still think that Kingsbury is a coordinator and not a head coach. Kyler Murray, unbelievably talented. What he did last week, running around for 20 seconds, winning his team to game, basically getting them to overtime with the two-point conversions. Then they get the big win uh, off off the fumble return. I I just think that the Rams are are that much better. And I think they're going to show it this week. Rams give the three and a half points on the road. Give me under 48 and a half. That Rams defense shows up. The Battle of the Birds, Atlanta Falcons heading out west to Seattle. This game's a pick 'em, so give me the home team. Give me the team that doesn't have to travel across the country. And give me over 42. Atlanta's been able to put points up, but I think Seattle's going to put just enough points up to win this game. Give me a game in the 20s, something like a 28 24. The Green Bay Packers in the marquee. Sunday afternoon matchup heading down south to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers is horrible in Florida. He has like, he just throws picks down there. He goes to everywhere else in the world. He goes, he's fine, but he goes down to Florida and he just doesn't play well. Usually hopefully that changes this weekend. I'm going to try and pick this game as, as a, as an NFL prognosticator and not a Packers fan. You ask the Packers fan, yeah, we're, I'm going to say we're going to go down there and we're going to beat them and, you know, we're going to run for 200 yards and Aaron's going to throw three touchdowns. That's the Packer fan. You want to ask the NFL prognosticator who's been looking at these lines for th- over 30 years? Well, you have the best defense in the league, the best quarterback ever, you could say. I know our, your best receivers are uh, suspended, but you have other guys to throw to. The Packers don't have the best receiving core, as it is. 
I look at Rodgers. The NFL prognosticator in me would say the best team in the league is, is, is only giving one point at home. So I would take Tampa, and I would even go under 41 and a half because Aaron Rodgers has proven not to be the most talented quarterback ever in Florida when he goes down there. He's not proven that when he's in Florida. I don't know how else to tell you that. I mean, I, 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 that's why it's just it's an obvious pick for an NFL prognosticator, I think. But as a Packer fan, I'm going to tell you the Packers are going to win 34 to 20. If you want to make money, take the Buccaneers, though. <laughs> tough game for me to pick. Tough game. I wouldn't listen to what I have to say. It's tough when you got to listen from somebody who's such a fan of the team. Right. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't. Sometimes your your fandom goes with the direction that Vegas goes as well. But those buildings don't get any smaller out there. Sunday night football on NBC, San Francisco 49ers taking on the Denver Broncos. I said it. I said it before we got into our week three preview here. I feel bad for Trey Lance. It sucks because the guy hasn't played a lot of football in the in, in recent past here. And he's not going to for the near future. So he's basically still got to play his entire first season next year. And he's been in the league for two years. And he didn't even play a football game the year before that. So this is something that's just been really odd in in the lack of football he's been able to play. So I hope he can get healthy. I hope he can come back and get a chance to prove himself as a starting NFL quarterback. That being said... San Francisco 49ers are a better football team. San Francisco 49 I know they won a game, so obviously their odds for win the Super Bowl will get better. But regardless, they are a better team. They're more likely to win a Super Bowl. They probably have better odds to win a Super Bowl in Vegas right now. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos. They go out. They get their first W last week. And like I said, the Seattle Seahawks aren't going to play against Russell Wilson at home every single week, right? even though we picked the Seattle to take to take that win this week and to pick them at home. This is a tough one. Denver's a very good, ready-to-go team, right? I still don't have a ton of belief in, in that 49ers run game is the problem. You don't have the running quarterback anymore. A lot, a, a, um, man, I always, Javante Williams, Elijah Mitchell. I always want to call him Elijah Williams and Javante Mitchell. I don't know why I get them two mixed up. And they're playing against each other, except for the fact that Elijah Mitchell is out for a while. So you got to rely on guys like Jeff Wilson Jr., um, Price Davis also, Trevor Price Davis, the rookie. We'll see if he can make a mark. I got to go Denver at home here. I got to. I think there's more synergy there. I think there's more talent overall on offense. I know you got Debo Samuel. But Kittle's just coming back. Hey, by the way, Kittle. By the way, George Kittle. <clears throat> PC Tiny Fantasy football player talking to you here. And my roster, one of my teams, consists of one George Kittle. If you're good enough to go to Monday Night Raw, your ass is good enough to get out on the fucking field this week, okay? Put you in the damn lineup this week. Don't fucking fail me. But I'm going to take the Denver Broncos. Catching a point and a half at home. I'm going to go over 45. I think we're going to have some points scored late in this game. But I like Denver here to get above 500. Now, the Monday night football game, ABC and ESPN. I do believe we got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on ABC. And on ESPN, you'll have the Manning cast. So I'll probably check out the Manning cast. I I like uh, 
when they bring the guests in, those two brothers are pretty funny. Eli just keeps getting funnier and funnier post post NFL career, so maybe he is the funniest Manning. Cowboys, after uh, who would have thought they would win with Cooper Rush at quarterback last week? Let's see what happens. They got to go to New York to face the Giants, the team that nobody thought was going to be two and zero. It's a really stupid. It, it it's a really obvious thing to say. The team with less turnovers will win this game, but the team with less turnovers will win this game. Can they get Zeke and Pollard going? Because that make Cooper Rush's life a lot easier. Is Michael Gallup going to play this week? That would make Cooper Rush's life a lot easier. Can that Giants defense continue to do just enough to let them win? Will Daniel Jones not turn the ball over? Saquon Barkley, does he play more like week one or week two? Is that his fault or is the line block more like week one or week two? It's interesting. Micah Parsons, best NFL football player in the league. One of the best starts in defensive history in the NFL for a whatever you want to call him, linebacker, edge rusher. Should be a fun game on Monday night. That's all I'm really hoping for. The Giants are only giving one point over under 39. I like the over here. And uh, I'm just going to keep picking against the Giants. I picked against them twice. They've proved me wrong twice. Let's see if they can do it a third time. It's kind of like when you go fourth or against a streak. If you're going to bet on a streak, you hope that it keeps going, right? Because if it starts at three and you think and it gets to seven, you still can win four more times before you lose that fifth one, right? Or you see a streak going and you think this is the time it's going to end. Enough about my gambling prowess. Give me the Cowboys catching a point on the road over 39 at the New York Giants. There you have it. That's week three, folks. That's week three in the NFL. It goes by so fast. We were just sitting here talking about the, the bye week before the season started after preseason, talking about fantasy football. Great start to the season week one. More great games week two. A ton of great games. Big game tonight, Steelers-Browns. Don't forget Amazon Prime. Man, games of the week. Packers and Buccaneers. That's Saturday afternoon on uh, Sunday afternoon on Fox. Early game, Sunday. Bills-Dolphins. Marquee matchup. Two 2-0 two teams. And then, of course, I think Monday night's going to be one heck of a game. Big NFC matchup. Sunday night as well, 49ers and Broncos. So week three, there you have it. Don't forget tonight, Amazon Prime has your Thursday night NFL football. One last break. We're going to come back and try and make you some money. Let's get some big old presents under that Christmas tree by winning some NFL picks and taking some money from your man. I'm PC Tunney. This is Chair Shot NFL. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Folks, you know what time it is. It's time for the Locks of the Week. All right, PC Tony here. Not been doing so great on these Locks of the Week, but we're going to turn that all around in lucky week number three. First Lock of the Week, that little Kansas City barbecue team. You know, old Andy Reid, old Mustache Man, and little Patty Mahomes. They're going to get it done on the road in Indy. Indy falls to 0-2-1. Give me Kansas City. Minus five and a half on the road 
in Indy. That's your first lock of the week. You want another one? Yeah, you do. They're not. It's not called the lock of the week. It's called the locks of the week, motherfuckers. Let's go. Here it is. Here's your second lock of the week. Give me the Bengals minus five. Give me Cincinnati minus five in New York. Well, New Jersey, New Jersey against the Jets. The Bengals need a win in a big way. They're going to get the win in the big way. That's what I'm taking. Bengals on the road, minus five, taking care of the Jets. Last lock of the week, Philadelphia taking on Washington. Those two teams can score points. Those two teams have been giving up points. Give me over. 47 in the Philadelphia and Washington game. And those are PC Tunney's locks of the week. Kansas City minus five and a half. Cincinnati minus five. Philadelphia, Washington over 47. Indies looked horrible. Kansas City looks like the same old song and dance with a little bit better defense. That's why I like them to win by at least a touchdown. How can you go wrong? By taking the Cincinnati Bengals, the Super Bowl hangover ends week three. They got a team they can go out and beat by at least a touchdown. And I'm thinking these are more than touchdown wins by Kansas City and Cincinnati on the road. That's right. We're taking two road favorites and we're going to stick it to your man. And instead of a pony, we're going to have four ponies underneath that fucking Christmas tree for that kid. All right. We're taking it to your man. We're making the Christmas presents better this week. Next week, we enhance the college fund. Okay. That's how we're going to do it. And it ends this week with an easy, easy overpick in the Philadelphia and Washington game. These teams couldn't stop. I don't know. They couldn't stop anything. They're horrible. They're like switch these defenses with solid offenses. Look for a lot of points. Philadelphia, Washington. There you go. Kansas City minus five and a half. Cincinnati minus five. Over 47. Philadelphia, Washington. PC Tunney making you money. And those are... The Locks of the Week. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in and listening in uh, for Cheer Shot NFL Week 3. Next week, we will be back again. Ray Cash will be back next week. Christopher Platt, I believe, is on vacation next week. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, maybe he was just crying from that Browns loss this week. Too bad. Or maybe it was that dumbass elf in the middle of their field. I don't know. It's always easy to pick on Cleveland. Sometimes it's not fun, but today it was. Today it was fun to pick on Cleveland. <laughs> All right, you can follow Chris at the Real C Plat. You can find Ray Cash at It's Ray Cash. R E Y is a Mysterio. C A S H as in dollar signs. Follow me at PC Tunny. Follow this show at Chairshot NFL. And please, folks, continue to listen to everything Chairshot Radio Network. All your favorite streaming platforms and on the Chairshot.com. DWI. Must listen in. Top 100 still going. Have a great weekend. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.